What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about all things horror, movies, television shows, music, and whatever the fuck we want to talk about, well, then we talk about it. So I'm uh, here with the usual suspects. Uh, it is uh, Z-Man Killer right over there. What's up? Not the worst one I gave you. It's just, it's the way you said it. Just, <laughs> you gotta put some emphasis on the killer, but just... <laughs> oh god, you fucking! All right, yeah, introduce. Uh, and then, and, uh, and then, B Man and our and our sound uh, guru Colin. The um, so uh, today's topic um, was actually brought to my attention by um, this is gonna be a long long line here by my girlfriend's sister's husband who got in a conversation with me about what the difference is between Brandon's following. <laughs> He's like following the bouncing ball as it goes. The um is um what is the diff the real difference between a thriller and a horror movie, um uh, and I was like that's I was like oh that's really interesting, and I thought originally it would be an easier question to answer, and I'm like you know what, I better bring this up um in a podcasting topic because it's already been brought up several times because the uh, the old argument is is Silence of the Lambs. It's not if Silence of the Lambs is a good movie or not. It's whether or not it's a thriller or a horror. It is a thriller. Um, I think it's a horror. But You're wrong. But I want to give more credibility. It's a thriller. Um, Colin, do you I think... I haven't so? seen it, actually. Oh, dude. Full disclaimer, there's a lot of movies that I should have seen, but I've never seen, so... We'll make you a list. Noted. If we'll, you guys want to educate me on movies, it's not going to be very hard. The, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll make you a list. There are okay. a lot of movies in the world. It's understandable. <laughs> He's got a point. Continue. So um, so I really wanted to bring this up, even outside of, of that discussion about Silence of the Lambs. I think it's isn't always explained what the difference is, and, and also, too, what their relationships are to each other. Um, you know, where do you draw the line between thriller and horror, and... The um, and there's a lot of different things, and I didn't really have a good answer for them. We kind of discussed it around, but I really wanted to bring it to to the group and really talk about it. I know Zach had a had a couple good explanations before, you know, before we started the podcast. He actually had a really good explanation when we were at dinner the other night. Yeah, and and, and you know, so I'll let you go first, Zach, so you can uh, talk about. Okay, what you so think. without looking up the actual definitions of horror and thriller, the way I like to describe it is a thriller is like a roller coaster ride it's gonna end when the movie ends but you remember the experience it was exhilarating thrilling and you remember it it was a fun time but after it's done it's done horror that's something that sticks with you you know horror is something that's meant to kind of like scare you and just leave a lasting impact so hi colin <laughs> yeah but yeah, horror, it, it's something that sticks with you, leaves an impact, leaves an image. It leaves something that sticks with you. So, to me, that is essentially the fundamental difference. Horror, it's going to stick with you for a while. Thriller, once it's done, it's done. Hmm. Well, you know what the funny thing is, and, and, and I hate to bring this up with, um, by that rationale, for me, Silence of the Lambs would be a horror. Because there's several scenes and several things that stick with me, and yeah, there's an upper, you know upwards mobility, but there's plenty of things that stick with me, especially a lot of the shit with Buffalo Bill, which I know for a fact has actually happened to some extent, and then also too is when you know he fucking skins that guy and hangs him up in the cell, and then also too the whole switcheroo, and then him just being out in the world like fucking Michael Myers, the um, so there are plenty of things that stuck with me, and there's plenty of things that stick with me that people that. I guess a lot of people would traditionally say that it's a thriller rather than a horror. So I don't, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but I guess for me, that even proves more of my case of why Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie to me because 
there are a lot of things that stick with me. And yeah, it's a thrill ride. It goes in and out. But there's a lot of things that very permanently stick with me. You know, and also, too, you know, uh, a lot with, you know, like I said, the Buffalo Bills shit. And then her being trapped in there. And, and also, too, that, that one scene, too, that was really horrifying for me is when she's screaming. And then he screams back at her, making fun of her. And I'm like, that shit could actually happen. The um, So that really, really stuck with me. So, and I, and, and that's, and it's, that's, thus brings to the complicated nature of what is the difference between a thrill and a horror. I think it's very complicated, but it is a good, a good fucking way to, to distinguish the two. Yeah. But there are some shit that sticks with me that people would traditionally say is a thriller rather than a horror. Well, to add on to your comment there, so it's also going to depend on the person because you and sure. I, we're going to react differently to certain scenarios in of movies, you know. Of course. I can walk through the bowels of hell where there's flesh-covered walls and eyeballs and random bodily fluids just coming out of the things and walk down there with a smile on my face. Whereas you'd probably be like, oh my god, my country club uniform, no! The, well, I would be I would be pissed that I got some blood on my fucking clothes, but besides that, I'd be pretty amused, to say the least. But you know what, that would be so, you know, overdramatic. And it's like Hellraiser and like, um, uh, and and anything to do with, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It's so over the top and, and everything else. And you go, well, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, the, I think when it gets a little bit more into reality, I think that there's there's some even more horrific elements there. I, I've said after the first Nightmare movie and Friday movie, they just go into the realm of, okay, this is just, you're, you're going along for the ride at this point. Like, they're just, they're fun movies. You're already on the roller coaster, and you're just fucking going with it, especially with the Friday the Thirteenth movies. So, what, what do you cons- do? You consider Jaws a horror movie or a thriller? Thriller. Interesting. Okay. The um... okay thriller for most of the movie. There's only a few parts of it where I'd actually consider it a horror movie. Like I think the best part where that movie can be considered a horror movie is when uh, what's it? The cage scene. Okay. Um, uh... Let me throw this out there. Um, because, like Zach just said, there are scenes in Jaws that can be horror scenes, but he doesn't consider it to be a horror movie. So it's just because a movie has horror scenes in it doesn't mean it's a horror movie. Ooh. Like the T-Rex scene in Jurassic Park. You could tell me that they use every horror trick in the book in that scene. And I'll agree with you if that scene is a horror scene. Yeah. Jurassic Park itself as a whole is not a horror movie. Yeah. So okay, so that's an interesting thing about you know about you know where's the tipping balance though, and that's I think that's I think that's where I want to kind of get to is you know when when does it get to a point where it has crossed the line or maybe the line doesn't exist maybe the line is very personalized and it doesn't there's no really standard I to would, live by. I would definitely say it definitely uh, depends on the person you know for most part you know when a movie's trying to be a horror movie like look at all the fucking uh, Conjuring movies Paranormal Activity movies those are cr- clearly trying to be in the horror movies and leave a lasting impact with you and some that could actually scare the ever living shit out of you. Yeah. Um, and I would say even, you know, the classic slashes try to do that for the most part. But again, it's all going to depend on the person because somebody like me, I'm going to watch those with a big fucking smile on my face. Whereas another person, they're going to watch them and be like, oh. The, um, well, you know, the funny thing is, is that, so would you say that you, so you enjoy horror more than you enjoy thrillers? I enjoy them both equally. Okay. Because that's the thing. To me, it's like from because I'm not scared of movies, so to find a real, true horror film for me is damn near impossible. I could find horror games that definitely have that impact, but because I'm able to separate myself when watching a movie, I'm like, to me, it's just a movie. 
I'm going for the story and the visuals, and I'm just going to just relax and have a great time. Fair enough. Fair enough. The um, I mean, I the um, I think it's getting harder and harder. The more the more you make movies, the harder it gets to 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 be in fully invested in it. Um, it like kind else. of like. It, it, when I first started getting into the industry, yeah, it was just like when you start noticing every little thing and you know like most of the tricks in the book and stuff like that, you're just like, you notice a lot more. But over time, you learn to kind of separate yourself from that. Yeah. The um, What about you, Brennan? The, uh, what are some of your thoughts on, on the, the differences between them and where's that line? Mm. It's kind of hard to say because like whenever I hear this, I, I think about... Um, I think it's what Tarantino said about Grindhouse. Mm. And that Planet Terror is horror because it has all that supernatural stuff and it has stuff that just can't happen in it. Whereas Death Proof is thriller because theoretically that movie could happen. Um, and so for a while that was kind of just like, because that was really the only explanation I'd heard from anybody for a good while in my life. So for a while I just kind of used that as my... Um, division line but mm, there are movies that that just doesn't work on um and then it's like as much as i agree with zach's philosophy of horror is meant to stick with you and everything friday 13th part three that's <laughs> that, why that movie's <clears throat> ridiculous but there's no question that it's a horror movie yeah it, that's why i also say it's also going to depend on the person. Yeah. Because there are people who are still legitimately scared of stuff like that. Like, they're going to see Friday the 13th, and they're not going to be like us. Like, I'm not talking about Friday the 13th. I'm talking about... Well, just in... Yeah, uh, yeah just or, like... Okay, let me go a little more extreme here. Freddy's dead. Yeah. Because it's another reason why I also included, like, the first movie in each of their perspective yeah. series were meant to be straight-up horror films. Yeah. And you could see as they went on, they just took it and went to, to town with it. Yeah. But then, of course, there's the, the other sub-genres, like horror comedy. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know, like I said in a previous podcast, everybody has their own line, and they can move that line wherever they want. Like, looking at the posters behind you guys right now, okay, Friday the 13th, even though there's nothing supernatural in that movie, I would call that a horror movie. Um, Exorcist, I would call a horror movie. Um, Jaws, horror scenes, but I would call that a thriller. Scream, Scream could definitely happen, but I would still classify that in horror instead of thriller. Um, but of course, you can mix the genres too. But if I had to say which one, but if you ask me, hey Brandon, is Scream a thriller or horror? I would say horror first. Mm -hmm. Lost Boys, vampires, that that that's horror. Creature from Black Lagoon, that, that's horror as well. Yeah. But, you know, some um, people would, you know, so I think it's interesting because, the, um, because Zach, you're, you're defining a thriller as, as something that is um, not as intense as a horror. It's the Diet Coke of, uh, of, of horror. Yeah, that's, the, a, that's um, another okay. good way to put it. The, um, but, and, and that's the funny thing is because I don't, because personally, I, don't, I think there's a lot of thrillers that I've watched that are just as impactful and everything else. And it has nothing to do with necessarily being scared or, you know, or, oh, I can't handle it. I think that there are a lot of thrillers that are very, very impactful, but they don't cross whatever imaginary line into horror that, you know, necessarily exists. One um, phrase I've often heard mentioned in relation to thrillers is edge of your seat. 
So it's like, I've always called them suspense movies instead of thrillers. Like, mm. it, it still feels weird for me to call it a thriller right now. Mm. Um, especially when we have a Michael Jackson song called Thriller that has zombies, which is a horror element. So, <laughs> um, so I've always called them suspense movies. And it's like, I'm thinking of like, like Alfred Hitchcock is, was considered the master of suspense. Not the master of horror, the master of suspense. Because mm. like, you think of movies like Stranger on a Train, is this guy going to get away with the murder uh, rope? Are those two guys going to get away with having that dead body in their trunk? Rear window, um, when James Stewart uh, suspects his neighbor across the way of being a murderer, is he going to find out? And then there's, oh, that guy found out that James Stewart is on to him. What's going to happen next? But the funny thing, the um, funny thing is, is I would consider psycho horror. But I would not consider. I would, and cons- I would consider I would cons- psycho horror as well. Correct. So you know, and that's the funny thing is, is you have it's Alfred Hitchcock. But Psycho is not his only movie. Well, correct, correct, correct. No, no, no. Of course, but we're giving examples of a thriller, yeah. you know, and everything else. The di- what's the difference between Psycho and Rear Window? You know, they, I, I, they, I think that's the that's the big thing, and those are probably very, very clear examples because Hitchcock has a very specific style. You can tell it's a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. So you know, where's that line? Like between you know Rear Window and and Psycho, the uh, because both are about murderers, the um, and both are about um, enclosed spaces, the um, you know one central location of where where this is all happening. They're similar in that regard. You know what's the defining factor that separates that from a thriller to into a horror? Good question. Don't have an answer. <laughs> so. I'm just going to add something a little bit onto all this. So let's let's take our good old Exorcist poster back here, for example. Which, actually, this is another interesting yeah. one, too, because Will Freakin directed that as a drama, not as a horror movie. Exactly. It was intended to be a drama movie, not a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But everybody who came out of that damn movie was terrified of it. Your family members, for example. My family members, for oh example. Almost I... everybody I knew growing up was terrified of this fucking movie Colin, but it was intended to be a drama yeah that's and that's the funny thing is it's yeah. often you know it's that was an old a piece of acting advice and everything else it's not your responsibility to judge the character that's the audience's responsibility and it's the same thing with every story Colin did I ever did I ever um, did I ever tell that story on the podcast or tell you that story about my family with the exes I'll say it real quick you've okay. told it on the podcast but um, I don't think you've told Colin uh, um, so I would tell Colin real quick the, um, uh, my Uncle Tommy uh, went to go see the exorcist in theaters back in the day and uh, back then you know obviously Italian neighborhood and everything else the ladies um, of the neighborhood would have the um, would have prayer uh, weeks prayer meetings and they would have a statue of the Virgin Mary mm-hmm. in you know and they would trade places like once a week they would meet and then and in, the Virgin Mary statue would be in a, per, a different person's house mm-hmm. and it happened to be Tommy's mom's uh, turn that week and um, they uh, they get together they have a prayer meeting and they have coffee in the kitchen and everything else it was a couple hours later and the and the the ladies had already left and Tommy's mom was sitting on the kitchen table back in the city when you walked in through the kitchen and she's having a cigarette and a cup of coffee. And Tommy walks in with like a 10,000 mile stare. Just <laughs> like this shit. She, she's like, she's like oh, 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 Tommy, Tommy, how was the movie? And he literally, he, he looked past her into the living room with the Virgin Mary. And he turned, and then he turned to his mom. Didn't even like do the, the turn, just like the full head turn. And he's like, and he's like, how long is she going to be here for? It's like, 
I don't know, in about a week, he's like, good, I'm sleeping under here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally did it. He grabbed all of his blankets wow. and shit and slept on the floor in the living room under the statue That's of the Virgin so Mary. Funny. That's a fucking impact. But another way to uh, help describe what a horror, like... Uh, another reason I like to say horror movies can have a lasting impact on you is because it's like, all right, after you watch the movie, you go to bed, you turn the lights off, are you thinking about that movie? Or the creature from that movie? doesn't matter if it's supernatural, real or not. Oh, that's a good point. Because I know people who have that problem. And it's another reason why they don't, they refuse to watch My horror movies. My dad won't go in the ocean because of Jaws. Yeah. And your mom even said that about this. She wouldn't let you watch Jaws because, you know, let you watch the rest of the shit. But she wouldn't let you watch Jaws because that shit was actually real. Exactly. Horror movies, like that's, that's kind of why I go with this definition. Because it's like, they have an impact on you. Mm. The, um... And I don't know. I, I think it is. This comes down to something personal because there's been plenty of movies that I've been impacted by that, yeah. that people would consider th- thrillers or suspense. Well, any movie can have an impact on you, but when I say like it has an impact, you I mean a horror impact on you. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it leaves like this is something that you're now scared of actually yeah, happening I, I, to you. I, I was gonna disagree with you uh, at at first talking about like judging thriller and horror based on how impactful it is, but when you kind of mentioned like are you, if it's something that you kind of think of late, later it ties into more of what I was going to say was horror usually has a sense of dread involved mm-hmm. mm. whereas and there's and by definite you know they're supposed to be scary so of, of course it's going to be different for everybody else something that's just unsettling that you don't like thrillers can be action thrillers I think it in a way sometimes it has to do with the the speed of the movie the energy involved. Content. Content. Um, thriller, I actually don't really consider thrillers to be really in the scary realm. You can be, you know, horror thrillers. But with horror, I consider something like it's just the sense of dread. Mm. Okay. And thrillers, not, not I just feel like they're, they're generally, because they're thrilling, so they're going to be more exciting. So you can have exciting horror, a thriller horror, but horror itself will be something like an Ari Aster film. And I, it doesn't matter if it's supernatural or not. Like, I think Hereditary is, like, I don't, I never want to see that movie again. Mm. Um, Midsommar, same. It's just like, there's not, and sometimes it's not even necessarily something really, like, tangibly scary. It's just something that's uncomfortable. Just makes you uneasy. Like I mentioned before in the another uh, podcast, like Invader Zim, it's like it's a funny show, but there's something just gross about it, and just different people maybe not affected by it, but the aesthetics of it is just kind of just gross and dirty. So, I would define as if you want to be horror, it has to be something that is at its core just uncomfortable, and you don't want to associate with it, and that could be why you think about it so much, you know whether it's exciting or not that's when it get get into more like a horror thriller so i think all horror is scary but not all thrillers are scary but they can definitely mesh it's the, but, the rectangle in the square kind of pretty argument. much but but horrors i consider horror movies they need to have a sense of uncomfortable dread involved and if, if it's faster if it has more energy that's a horror thriller like um uh like zombie movies could be would be a horror thriller um, but but even like the the Romero zombies, the 
definition, basically the whole concept between, behind them and why they're so scary is because they're slow and relenting. And they, I think just like, um, I, I still have to see it, but I know a good bit about it, like it follows. I think that's what's, it's just something that is unstoppable or like Jason, I mean, um, Jason or Mike Myers. Um, it's just some force that is always there. You can't really do anything about it. And that sense of uncomfortable dread is kind of like just something in the back of your head that you can't get, hmm. can't get out. Or it's like some something you're worried about, like a like a deadline. It's always bugging you. Mm-hmm. Whereas a thriller, yeah, sometimes it could be a little bit more. You can got to eat it up and kind of in and then out. But yeah. horror has a sense of dread and just just uncomfortableness yeah. about it. Well, then and then by that by that notion, I'm actually curious now because by that notion and everything else, what's the difference between um, Ghostface and Hannibal Lecter. I was trying to think of the most intelligent mm-hmm. of the uh, of the bunch. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, you know, what's the difference? You know, what separates that? Because they're representations of you know horror and thriller by some of these examples that we're being in. So I'm trying to find out what the difference is between those those two people. I don't have an answer for that specific question, but since you brought up Hannibal Lecter, because like to me, Science of the Lambs is not horror. Um, it just it just isn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got too much of that FBI procedural to it for it to ever be a horror movie to me. There are horror scenes in it, but like I said before, just because you have horror scenes in your movie doesn't mean you're a horror movie. But then you look at the um, TV show that ran for three seasons, Hannibal, I would actually call that a Hannibal. I'll call it a horror show. Mm, okay, um, okay. Because just because of the, some of the imagery they bring up and some of the... Just, haunting hallucinations and everything that Will Graham has. Also the fact um, that he's out yeah. and doing things. Like he can do things, whereas in Science of the Lambs, again, I haven't seen it, but I know the thing. He's Isn't he like behind bars the entire movie? Not the entire, the entire movie, movie, but for a good part of it. So yeah. he's not like exactly immediate threat yeah. to the well, public. You have to go to see him. He's also not the villain. Yeah, correct. He's, he's, it's really a Buffalo Bill. So I maybe right. I asked the wrong question. What's the difference between, you know, Jason or and Buffalo Bill? They're both relenting, um, uh, and, and unstoppable. And in fact, one of them is closer to reality than than the other one. So there's a lot more horror going on with what what Buffalo Bill's doing and everything else. And there's a lot of procedural yeah. stuff within the show of Hannibal. It's a great show. Yeah, I need to watch more of it. It's it really it, it definitely worth. It. And I like him though. Um, Season two is where it's at. Yeah, Matt, it's uh, Mad Mickelson. Is that his name? Yeah. The um uh, great. I loved him since Casino Royale. Fantastic. Um, great at what he does. So you know, and that's and I think those are just good examples of trying to find out where that you know because. Silence of the Lambs, you know, to me is is horror. But you guys bring up a good point though about how it may be a thriller with horror scenes in it, and then in my head I'm making that connection. That's fine. The um, uh, you know, I think that the Buffalo Bill stuff is is horrific and very horror because that is something that could stick into, especially if I was a female and walking to the parking lot after seeing that and then seeing some dude load a van. You're like, I'm not gonna go over here by him. The um, uh, you know, and, and that's something that could leave a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. The same way that the monsters, you know, would in the Jasons and the Freddies of the world. So I think you know that's an interesting line about where, what's the difference between, um, Michael Myers and Buffalo Bill. And I think that's that's really where where a line of where we can really, 
understand where the difference between a thriller and a horror truly exists. Well, it's oh. also you can shoot Michael Myers in the chest six times and he'll still get up, and you can shoot Buffalo Bill in the chest once and he's down. Well, that's true. I'll, I'll say for for my final point, um, I think it has to do with the the energy and the speed of it. Okay. Um, thrillers get you excited, whether you're scared or happy, whatever. Horror is slower and more cerebral and just, keep saying the word, but just dreadful. So it's more of just a, like a rock. I guess a, a horror would be like a, a huge boulder they can't get over, whereas thriller is that boulder coming at you down the hill. And, and I think by that notion you're even saying that, that, that thriller and suspense is more malleable than horror. Yes. Horror's first intention is to horrify. Yes. Um, a thriller can have multiple intentions running at the same thriller time. Thriller is more of an adjective than it is a genre itself. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I agree with that. I'm, yeah. I, I, I can get. I can get no. that. Yeah. The. Um, I think. I think that there's. It's more pliable, and you can plug it into multiple things. Horror, at the end of the day, should be horror. It should horrify you and everything else, and then it can do other things, entertain you and everything else. But its main goal is that. But a thriller can be many things it can thrill you it can scare you it can excite you it can do yep. a lot of different things it's more malleable and movable than than the you know than the latter mm-hmm. so right. you can get behind that brandon are we doing final thoughts yeah yeah right. actually colin called it so yeah. he's leading the back on this my, just my final thoughts yeah, yeah all right um i don't know um this is one of those things where it's just like it was either Mark or Zach brought it up. Does this line really exist? And like I said, like I never even called these thrillers until very recently, you know, recently in my life. Like thriller was never a genre to me. It was always suspense was the genre. Fair enough. So I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, do I really care what genre it is? If I liked it, <laughs> probably not. Um, especially since it's like we're, we're in a day and age where it's like there are a lot of things I don't consider horror that are still welcome within the horror community. Mars like, Attacks. Like Mars Attacks or The Guest. I do not consider The Guest a horror movie whatsoever. But hey, Fright Rags and Cavity Colors, they're doing shirts on it. I'll see merch for The Guest at horror conventions. It is very much welcomed within the horror community. I don't consider it a horror movie, but damn, that movie is plastered all over the horror sites and everything. So, hey, we, at least we know we welcome good movies. So, it's true. There's my cop-out answer for the day. <laughs> Sick. Squirrels. Uh, I almost, I, I almost uh, missed that he didn't do that. Um, I, I think that I think this is a really good fucking topic. Actually, I think it's extremely thought-provoking. I think there's a lot of interesting things to be said, and it's actually kind of cool that. There really isn't an answer. The um, it's just something cool to talk about. The and I'm glad that we didn't really. I mean, we came to a few consensus, but for the most part, like it really just comes down to: is the movie good? Genre is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag genre doesn't exist. The um, uh, so God. Um, yeah, I think I think if I think at the end of the day, if the movie's great, who gives a shit what genre it's in? I think I, I'm I'm with Brandon on that one. The uh, so. Wonderful. So thank you so much for uh, stopping by the Nightmares podcast. Uh, Brandon, you do this the best. Where can they find us on social media? You can find us on our social media at Midwest Horror Network on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and... Slasher. 
And of course, you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are available. And in addition, if you are watching this and listening to this on YouTube, if you could be so awesome to stab that like button, smash that subscribe, and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content right here on MHN. We have a lot of amazing shows, Horror Facts of the Day, Let's Play a Game. Brandon will be coming very soon with new Crypt Keeping episodes. And we also have episode four of Living Nightmares available now. But the most important thing and something that you can do that's absolutely absolutely 100% free and share the video share the video we want to get the word out um, uh, and uh, talk about all the amazing things that we have going on we have an amazing team behind um, us helping us out with all this great content we want to get spread the word and and, uh, and bring it to a bigger audience uh, so we can still continue to have these great topics so thank you so much and uh, we will see you next time on the nightmares podcast bye guys <laughs>